Hey, this is Matt Stacy, youth pastor at New Life, and this is our podcast. I hope that the preaching and teaching you listen to here encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with God. This podcast is a ministry of New Life, and as such, is completely free to the listener. That being said, if you feel led to give to this ministry, we want to make that available to you. You can text GIVE to 833-793-0451. You can also give online through the Tithely app by searching New Life Tabernacle. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the message. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 2, verse number 1. Isaiah chapter 2, verse number 1. word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow unto it. Many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to that mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and He will teach us His ways. We will walk in His paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Amen. Verse 2, And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established, shall be exalted above the hills. All nations shall flow unto to talk to you this morning just for the next little while just on this simple subject the Lord's house the Lord's house amen I'm thankful for the house of the Lord amen a place that God has established a place that all nations shall flow into it amen God's putting together a body. God's putting together a group of people. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord's house. The house of the Lord. Amen. Can we just look to the Lord and ask Him, ask Him to help us today in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank You today for Your Word. Thank You today for Your Word. I pray, Lord, that You would help us today Lord I pray Lord that you would help us that you would speak to us Lord Lord I pray Lord that you would help me to to relay what I'm feeling in the spirit today God Lord let your word minister in our hearts and lives I pray that strength 
that help, that encouragement would be found in your house today. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Praise God, praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. As we look into the word of the Lord this morning, amen. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm thankful for the house of the Lord. There's no greater privilege, I believe, in this world than to be able to come into the house of the Lord. No better privilege, I believe, than to come into the presence of the King of Kings, into the presence of the Lord of Lords. When you stop and think about it, just to be able to gain audience with the King of Kings, just to be able to walk into this place as we've just been doing for the last few minutes and begin to lift up the name of the Lord and begin to praise Him and, and, and just knowing that when I lift Him up, amen, I may have been all alone and I, I may have, have been discouraged and I, I may have been feeling discouraged, but when I get into the house of the Lord and I begin to lift up the name of the Lord. He, man, He is going to show up in my life. He, man, I don't have to get to a building to get into His presence, but oftentimes, He, man, that's the way that it, it works. It, it helps when we gather together as a body. He, man, I can get into His presence as, as, as John said on the Isle of Patmos, uh, he meant, he said, I, I was in the Lord's uh Prayer. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Amen. You can be all by yourself on an Isle of Patmos and you begin to seek after the Lord and you can be all alone and get into the presence of the Lord. But I've found that it's easier when we come together as a body and we begin to worship together as a body. Amen. There's something that happens when we begin to lift up the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And His presence shows up. Can I preach to you for a moment? It's in the presence of the Lord that anything can happen. Amen. I've watched as cancers have disappeared in the presence of the Lord. I've watched as, as bones have become mended in the presence of the Lord. I've witnessed as the miraculous takes place in the presence of the Lord. That's why I can declare to you today when you come into the house of the Lord it doesn't matter what your need is when you walk in through those doors the presence of the Lord can make a difference in your life. It's His presence that can make a difference in your situation. You may come in lost and broken 
broken and, and, and with a need from God. But there's something about the presence of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah to God. I'm thankful today. And I believe it with everything within me. Just one trip in the presence of God. Just one trip to an altar. Just one service in the presence of the Lord can make a difference in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we call this place New Life Tabernacle. Amen. Because I believe that just one encounter with the presence of the Lord can bring new life into your, 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 your life. Amen. You can walk in old. You can walk in burdened with guilt and despair. But one trip in the presence of the Lord and you can find the help that you need to turn your life around. Oh, I'm talking about the house of the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Oh, when he shows up, anything can happen. Is there anybody still believes that today? When he shows up, anything can happen. Hallelujah. Anything can happen in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. We begin to read in our text prophecy about the last days. He said, in the last days, the Lord's house shall be established. Amen. I've come to remind you today that God has established His house. There's just something about His house. It's built upon a mountain. It's higher than the highest hill. When you get to talking about something that's built upon a mountain, it's something that's easily defined. It's something that's easily, uh, amen, defended and taken care of. Uh, I remember back uh, some time back when I, I took a trip to, to Israel. And I, I remember that we, we took a, a, a little trip to a fortress that was uh, established on the top of a mountain. And it was in this place that a king could flee to in a time of despair. And it was thought to be an inconquerable fortress. But there was only one way in. There was only one way out of this mountain. But as they began to relate to us the story of this mountain, and it was a place that some of the people of Jerusalem had began to flee to when their city was being overtaken and as they reached this place they thought uh, that they could hold off uh, anything but on one side uh, the enemy began to build up a path uh, up the mountain and on one side uh, as they began to build up the path the inhabitants of this city uh, would roll these boulders down uh, uh, upon top of them and it was keeping them uh, from, from reaching the top of the mountains and this was working well until the enemy started forcing the prisoners to do their work for them. And so as the children of Israel was in this, this mountain fortress, and this is a, a, a true story that happened, and, and I witnessed it with my own eyes, uh, but as they began to f- 
forced the children of Israel, those that he had taken captive, into doing their work for them and building this, this path up to this mountain. And, and, and at first, the, 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 those boulders that they were releasing and dropping down and it was, it was destroying the enemy and it was keeping them from, from accomplishing their purpose. But somewhere along the way, the, the children of Israel in the fortress uh, began to look down and realize that it was their brothers that, that was uh, building this work and it was their brothers that was doing the work, howbeit they were prisoners and they were captives. Uh, but they quit rolling the boulders uh, because they didn't want to destroy their own, uh, didn't want to destroy uh, the, the, their brothers that were captive. Uh, and as a result, result of that uh, they they eventually were overtaken uh, and it wasn't the enemy that caused uh, them uh, to fall uh, but the enemy used uh, their very brothers uh, to cause them uh, to become destroyed and I've come to remind you today uh, amen there's so much division that is going on in this world (laughs) around us there's so much division on every hand, on every side. Amen. And we live in this world, but the Bible tells us that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Amen. Can I tell you, hell has no answer for the church of the living God. Hell has no answer for the church of the living God. It's an impenetrable force. It's something that God has established that hell has no answer for. But can I tell you, just as he did with that ancient city in that fortress long ago, the enemy can't do it. But what the enemy can't do, hell can cause division in the house of the Lord. Amen. Can I tell you, he'll cause brother to turn upon brother and sister upon sister and he'll cause conflict and what the enemy can't destroy we use each other and we can destroy ourselves amen in the midst of the battle can I tell you amen there's a spirit of division that is happening in this world like I've never seen before Amen. They're trying to divide along racial lines. They're trying to divide us from every path, everything, every, every idea, amen, everything. It's, it's like we're living in a world and, and we're feeling the pressure to take sides. This side, that side. And we've watched it over the last year that, 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 that this nation that was so united has become so divided. And we can become divided over some of the silliest of things. We become divided over whether we're a mask wearer or we don't want to wear a mask. And it seems foolish, but we've watched as people get angry over these issues. 
They had friendships that had been lost because somebody decided, I'm not wearing a mask. Somebody said, I'm going to wear a mask. And, 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 and we become so divisive. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, and, and it is foolish as you look upon. And, 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 and I, I've seen and thank the Lord we, we haven't had to deal with some of that, that, that here in, in, in our local body to, to, to that extent. But I've, I've talked to pastors and they've literally had their churches divided. People wouldn't talk to each other inside the church just over a foolish, can I just say stupid? Can I say it once? (laughs) My wife, she has strong restrictions on that word. The stupid mask. If you want to wear it, wear it. If it feels makes you feel better, wear it by all means. If you think that it helps, wear it. But if you don't want to wear it, don't. And, and let's, let's still be brothers and let's still be sisters. Uh, amen. Uh, just, just, just do what you feel like you need. This is America where we have freedoms and we have choices. Amen. And then not only the mass, now it's gone a little bit further and they're dividing us over this vaccine thing. And, and, and it's, it's, it's so foolish, the things that I listen to. And, and, and I, I told you on Wednesday uh, as I got on this, and I'm, I'm sorry I'm talking about it all again, but that's all we hear. Uh, everything that, that, that if you listen to any kind of news, that's all we hear is uh, the vaccine or not the vaccine. People's losing their jobs over not taking the vaccine or having to make decisions uh, about whether to take it or whether not to take it. And, and, and I, at, at the end of the day, I... I I just, if you feel like it's right for you and you want to take the vaccine, take it by all means. But if you don't, then don't take it. It's America. You can choose what you want to do. Amen. You have a choice. But I hear and I hear families that are divided because somebody wants to take it and somebody thinks they should and somebody feels like they shouldn't take it and families are divided and churches are divided and things are divided over these issues and and it starts out in the world but make no mistake this spirit of division is not going to stay outside the walls but it's going to try to infiltrate the house of the Lord can I tell you you're my brother you're my sister we can't allow a spirit of division to come into the house of the Lord and divide us the enemy cannot divide the enemy cannot conquer this church the enemy cannot uh, amen come against the church of the living God and I'm talking about the body as a whole I'm not necessarily just talking about this building but I am preaching to New Life Tabernacle amen we cannot allow the enemy of division to come in and put brother against brother oh hallelujah you got a problem with your brother you need to make it right if you got a problem with your brother in the house of the Lord amen by all means let's follow the word of God he said leave your gift at the altar and make it right somehow this idea that we think that we can have a problem with each other and still be right with God we're only fooling ourselves Amen. You can't allow that nasty stuff to be in your spirit and think you're right with God. 
Amen. We've got to allow God. Oh, hallelujah. I was preaching about miracles and healing and, 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 and cancers falling off. And, and we're all excited about that. Can I tell you, we need some heart healing. Amen. We need to allow God to come in and cleanse some things from our heart and cleanse some things from our spirit. Hallelujah. And this stuff from the outside begins to make its way into the house of God. Amen. And this spirit of division, if we're not careful, can run right into the house of God. And we find ourselves divided one against another. Hallelujah. Chad, the gates of hell cannot prevail. Hell has no answer to the church of the living God. Isaiah said in the last days, he's going to establish it upon a high mountain. Amen. Where all nations are going to flow into it. The house of the Lord is an impenetrable force. But what he can do is he can cause brother to turn against brother. He can cause sister to turn against sister. And he can cause division. And it's on the outside. And it makes its way into the house of the Lord. And all of a sudden, instead of the glory of the Lord falling like I was talking about earlier, instead of the free-flowing presence of the Lord and healings and miracles and all of this happened. Spirit of division rises up. And all of a sudden, we begin to hinder the flow of the Spirit. And what the enemy can't do from the outside, amen, he works in and he accomplishes through the inside, amen. Oh, God, help us to not allow a spirit of division to work its way into the house of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't even intend to go down this road, but I'm here. Amen. God, help us. New Life Tabernacle. Amen. To not allow a spirit of division to begin to work in our lives. Amen. You know, the thing about it is, is when you got people together, you're going to have differences. But Chad, this world would probably be a lot smoother if everybody was just like me. Probably be a lot smoother. It'd be a boring place to be around. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, by nature, an introvert. And uh, my happy place is with me. It's kind of being alone. I got to get alone sometimes and just kind of 
you know, it's an interesting place to be as a pastor because I, I need to be around people. But for me, sometimes I just got to get away and just, just be by myself. That's where I recharge so I can come back and be around people. So it'd be a bad thing if everybody were just like me. Y'all be lacking for fellowship, for sure. Because there's some of you that you got to have people. There's a lot of people that they're not happy unless they're surrounded by people. They, they, they want people to be, be around all the time. You like to be around people all the time, if you could? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. See, welcome to my world. Problem is, is if, if we were all like that, there wouldn't be any outreach going on. It'd be a boring place to be if we were all just like me. And so the body, when Jesus designed the body, he said, I'm going to put all different kinds of pieces together. And just like my physical body, there's parts of my body that's a nuisance. But I need it. That big toe is a nuisance when I kick it in the middle of the dark and something I forgot was there. The pinky is, it, it can too. It don't fit my story though. Fact of the matter is, is you got to have that big toe for balance. I'm not sure what the pinky toe is there except for to get stubbed in the dark. But I'm sure it has a purpose. God put it there. But God put us together as a body. And and we're all unique and we're different. And that's what makes the body beautiful. That's what makes it function. Because we've all got our different personalities and we've got all of our different. But when you get a bunch of differences combined together, it's a recipe for conflict. And as perfect as I said it would be, if everybody were just like me, that's probably where some of the worst clashes are is when you get two people that's just alike. And then they just knock heads. And then you've really got division. And so I'm talking about all of this, but we're a part of the house of the Lord. And when you got people together and we're believing and, and we're seeing God bring about a, a great harvest and there's going to be a, a multitude of people and, and we're, we're, we're building a new building and, and that's, that's going to happen and it's going to, there, there's going to be more people come together. The more people come together, I'd like to think it wasn't the case, but it's going to bring more difficulties. And you're going to have more reasons to, to get it out with one another because that just happens when you got people in the same place at the same time and they, there's a conflict that happens. Uh, amen. And, 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 and 
division can happen and, and it's being sown in this world that we're living in and it's happening all around. But can I tell you, don't let it be named in the house of the Lord that we allow division to happen that would hinder the flow of the Spirit of God in our life. We need each other. We need the house of the Lord and, and, and we need this and what the enemy can't do, amen, our divisiveness can accomplish. The enemy can't stop the flow of his presence. But when people become divided, it can hinder the flow of his spirit. But can I tell you, we've got to stand up against it. We've got to stand. I can't allow a spirit of division to come into the house of the Lord. Brother Stacey, are you trying to say we're all divided? No, I'm not. That I know of, there's not any of that going on. I'm just sounding a warning that we cannot allow, he meant things to happen, to come in to be in, in between those that are a part of the body of Christ. And what I do know is what happens outside these walls. It does begin to happen and infiltrate if we're not careful and stand guard against it. It does begin to make its way into the house of the Lord. And again, I'll say it, there's such tremendous division happening outside. It's in all area of life, but we can't allow it to, to happen in the house of the Lord. We've got to have his presence we've got to have his touch we've got to have his help in the house of the Lord oh let's lift our voice and love him together hallelujah to God hallelujah hallelujah oh I've got to protect myself from, from a spirit of division I've got to protect myself amen I'm not careful, I'll start looking at my brother. Amen. How many knows if you focus long enough? But Boney looks sharp up here. But if I focus long enough, I can find something wrong. Amen. I, I, I mean, his tie's a little bit crooked. And if I focus long enough, if I focus long enough, I can find something wrong. If you want to focus on your brother and sister, you can find something wrong. You focus on me long enough, you're going to find some shortcomings. Because there's none of us perfect. But the idea is get your eyes off of each other. And let's focus on the Lord. Let's focus on the presence of the Lord. Let's focus on the reason we come together as a body of Christ. Amen. If we'll focus on Him, get our eyes off of each other. Amen. God's building a church. He prophesied in the last days it's going to be a mighty fortress. It's going to be a mighty place. It's going to be a place that impacts. It's going to be a place, amen, that makes a difference in our world. So we've got to stand together and not allow a spirit of division to hinder what God is doing in this place. Hallelujah. 
He said, it's going to be a mighty fortress. High on that mountain. But let's continue what he says. He says that if we'll go up into that mountain of the house of the Lord, he said he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths. There's something that happens when I come into the house of the Lord. I begin to learn some things. I begin to, 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 to find out what God wants me to do. I begin to, to learn some things, how He wants me to live. And sometimes He has to change my mind and He's got to change my, my concepts and He's got to change some of the, the thought patterns that I have and, until they become in alignment with His presence and His Spirit. Amen. How many knows that I, I need the mind of Christ? How do I get the mind of Christ? It's when I get into the house of the Lord and He begins to teach me His ways and I begin to learn of the things of God. Teach me His ways. His ways are not our ways. Amen. You know, the Bible says when I, when I get left to my own ways, let I me mean, you know the scripture says the way of man is right in his own eyes. So when I just get to looking at my way of doing things, it's right, Brother Boney. That's what the Bible says. My way is right. That's why I need to go to the house of the Lord. Because that's where he said, I'll teach you my ways. I need to know the way of the Lord. I need to know what God wants for my life. I need to know what God's direction is for my life. And I find it in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Bible says, amen. When we get to the house of the Lord, that he begins to work. He begins to do some things. Amen. How many knows that when I get into the house of the Lord, he'll change some things that need to be changed. He'll move some things in my life. He'll deliver some from some things that has me bound. He'll keep some things that are hindering my life. There's some things that happen when I get to the house of the Lord. Amen. There's some things that are just God things. You know, Brother Bass, there's some things that I just can't work out on my own. Talked about it in the first session. There's something I just need the Lord to help. Amen. There, there's some things I just got to have His help. There's some things that, 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 that I struggle with. There's some things that I don't understand. There's some things that, that I get to dealing with in life that I just gotta have the help of the Lord. Amen. There's some things that I just need God's help with. That's why I come into the house of the Lord. Because there's some things that are just God-sized situations that I gotta have His help. Amen. It's easy to become twisted up. It's easy to get my thinking messed up. And I'm not alone in that. David, he said it himself in the 73rd, I think it was, Psalm. David said, when I began to look around at the, the prosperity of the wicked, 
And I began to look and see all the stuff that was getting by that was, was, was just wrong. David said, my feet well nigh slipped. So the first thing we got to understand is quit looking around at everything else. Quit looking at all the stuff going on. I try to stay informed of current events, but it probably wouldn't unhurt to just unplug from the news sometimes. Just unplug from some of the stuff that's going on around us sometimes. Amen. David said, when I looked around, I found myself getting discouraged. I found myself just, he said, my feet well nigh slipped. I just about fell because I looked around and things just didn't make sense and, and it didn't, I didn't understand why things were getting by and things that, 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 that were happening that shouldn't have been happening. David, so you can read it in the 73rd Psalm. He said, my feet well and I slipped uh, when I looked and I saw all the stuff going wrong until, until I made my way to the sanctuary. Until I made my way to the sanctuary. Until I got to the house of the Lord, amen, until I got into the presence of the Lord. Can I tell you, that's why His presence is important. Is It changes our focus, amen, and all the stuff that we battle in this world going on around us. Sometimes you just got to get to an altar and say, God, I've got to have you to help my thinking. I've got to have you to help my attitude. God, I've got to have you to make things right in my mind. Amen. He said, until I made my way to an altar, until I made my way to the sanctuary, until I made my way into the house of the Lord, then I understood what was happening. And I tell you, we need the house of the Lord because it's in His house that He can take what's wrong and make it right. He can take what's wrong and he can make it right. Hallelujah. It's in the house of the Lord. I can find a healing. I can find deliverance. I can find help. I can get my mind situated. I can get encouragement. I, 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 there's so many things that I need that I can find only in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah to God. We're living in a world, amen, I'm trying to hurry. We're living in a world that there's so much anxiety going on in this world around us. There's so much hopelessness that's happening in this world. Can I tell you, we need the house of the Lord because it's in the house of the Lord that we find peace that passes all understanding. It's in the house of the Lord. It's in his presence that we find the hope that we need, the help that we need. Oh, hallelujah, we need the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, let's stand together. Hallelujah to God. Amen. That's why I've got to keep coming to the mountain of the house of the Lord. I've got to keep looking through the eyes of the Spirit. 
I've got to make sure that I'm walking in his way. I've got to make sure that I'm following his path. Hallelujah. I've got to make up my mind. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. I need the house of the Lord. I need the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I opened this altar this morning. I don't know what your situation is. If you've been feeling what I'm talking about, you've been feeling that, that divisiveness, trying to get into your spirit. Amen. It's a good time to come to the altar. Let God pull it out before it ever takes root. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning and you need a touch in your life, it's a good time to come to the house of the Lord. It's a good time to come to the altar. It's a good time to allow the presence of the Lord to just make things right in your heart, in your life, in your spirit. Hallelujah. Oh God, we need you today. Hallelujah. You're welcome to come. This altar's open. Touch my heart, Lord. Touch my spirit, Jesus. I need you to touch my mind today. I need you to make all things new in my life. Lord, I've been on a path of destruction, but I need you to turn it around. I need your help. God, I've been looking. I've been searching. Trying to find. I need your help today.